back to the bin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Back to the Bins. I'm Paul Spitaro, and I am here with Mr. I almost said Ben Robinson, Mr. Dr. Bill Robinson, Dr. Ben Kildare. Yes, and David Pascarella. And we are soon to be joined by Mr. Scott H. Gardner, and that's H as in Happy New Year. Uh, I thought it was H as in Hurry Up. We're on the time limit here. Yeah, we're going to do H as in Halitosis. (laughs) Well, that's always, that's perpetual. We're going to do our review of 1978's releases. We're going to start, and if anybody wants to follow along, you go to Mike's Amazing World, and then at the top there's a uh, a link for newsstand. And we're going to start with books that were on sale in January of 1978, and we're going to work our way through the year. And in the past, we've had some difficulty limiting ourselves mm-hmm. and, and doing this in a reasonable amount of time. So we are limiting ourselves to six minutes per month, which means that would be 72 minutes plus however much time we kill in between each. Uh, and like I said, play along, look at the books, see what came out, see what interested you, see what interested us. Uh, any Any thoughts, guys, before we get to this while we wait for Mr. H to hurry up and get on? Well, I hear he's in preparation. <laughs> he's just a pain in the keister. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was at work discussing. We were discussing some comics, and uh, um, uh, what was it? Guy, guy was talking about the Captain Marvel movie, and he was like, "Yeah, Marvel was in that." And I was. He was um, Jude Law. I'm like, nope. What? What do you mean? So I had to look it up, and I was like, nope, that's right. Annette Bedding played Marvell, although he knew Captain Marvel's thing, the whole thing about going to the Cree, uh, you know, being a Cree and coming to Earth and then having, a, you know, change of heart for the people of Earth and becoming a, you know, that he knew that whole story, but he, it from the movie, he thought. Um, Jude Law, I'm like, nope, Jude Law was Jan Rog, not uh, not Marvell. And I said, and Annette Bedding was also the um, the Supreme Intelligence as well in Annette, that movie. Annette Bedding. Bedding. Uh, did I say Bedding? Annette, Annette Bedding Warren, uh, Warren Beatty. Annette, Annette Bed- <laughs> Bedding. Oh, boo, boo, sis, boomba. I, you know, I mean, I guess they marginalized the character of Marvel enough that it really didn't matter <laughs> how they portrayed him. Uh, but, but how do you, you know? I mean, I, I don't see the the gender swap. Like, if you were going to try and present his original stories for real, I, I don't know that I would care for the gender swap like that. <laughs> what, what am I missing? There's apparently a Skype issue. Amongst somebody. No, 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 no. I when I said sis boom ba, then I remembered where I got that from. I mean, it's also is that the Flintstones? No, it's it's an old Johnny Carson Karnak joke. He puts he puts the thing up to his head and and he goes sis boom ba, and of course Ed McMahon sis boom ba, and then he opens the thing and says what's the 
What sound does an exploding sheep make? <laughs> Sis boom But it took me a minute to remember all that, and I, it was right in the middle of when you were talking about Marvel. So sorry. And then what, what what comes to mind for me is our good friend Bugs Bunny when he played in the baseball game, and he said, "Was it a bricka bricka firecracker? Sis boom ba. Bugs ah. Bunny, Bugs Bunny, rah 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 rah." Bugs Bunny first base. Bugs Bunny second base. Guess us, hey gorilla. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Comments. Every time you say Marvel, I still think of Shazam. 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 Jim Neighbor should have played Shazam. That would have been fantastic. He could have been. He could have been mentor. Golly. Oh wow, nope, nope, that wasn't. Uh, I almost started to sing something from a different person. Right. So oh, we wait, welcome wait. Mr. Scott. Happy New Year, Gardner, to the call. Hello. Mm. <gasps> what? Hello. <laughs> so how are you doing? Are, are, are we in the show? Are we? Yes. Actually... Yes, oh, okay. we're on. Yeah. Oh hey. wait. Did you? You're, you're on the air. Okay, it's still recording. Hello. Even though Long Scott. Time caller, in. first time listener. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, gentlemen? Good. It's going okay. No complaints. Hey, before we get going, I, I just I gotta ask, uh, you know, if there's anybody out there uh, in listener land that uh, that works for Skype or has you know knowledge of Skype or is a programmer for Skype or something, I've just got to know what is the algorithm that you are using that that knows beyond a shadow of a doubt when I'm at my most hurried and just have absolutely no time or patience. And that's the moment it chooses to always do an update when I'm trying to get on Skype in a, in a big fat hurry to, to make a recording because it, it's infallible and you, you, you know, you are to be applauded because it it's without fail every friggin' time. Well done. Skype. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Sound of applause. Is, if anyway. I had to pay for this shit. Oh. Right. <laughs> so we, we've Give already time. we've already told everybody to, to queue up to Jan on sale January nineteen seventy eight. On are sale. You, okay. Are you are you queued, Scott? Uh I can get there real, real quick. Hang on. Okay. I've already got and, mics open. I just need to pull up. So on sale is what we're looking at. Correct. Right. Okay. All right, and, we've yeah, already, I, we've, and we've already clued the listeners into our six-minute-a-month time limit. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's that's you know we're gonna we're gonna breeze through these, but there's definitely gonna be some. I'll, I'll tell you right off the bat, this this is in like my prime collecting years. This is when I was probably as intensely into everything coming out as I was ever gonna be. So because I'm old. So <laughs> ready? Ready? Is everybody on January 1978? I'm gonna start. Well, the you timer. know. God created the earth in six days. Well, watch out. We're going to give you a full year in six minutes. <laughs> Kudos to my, anyone who knows where that came my from. My God, do you think we're mature enough to handle this? <laughs> well, 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 we're only giving you a month in six minutes, so back it off you know, a notch. Well, you know what? You know, it, 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 you know the comic's not as good as, uh, it's not as good as uh, what is it, W-I-N-S, uh, was it? It was a... Uh, 
Yes. Ten, you give you 22 minutes. Through. You give you 22 minutes. So they gave you the world. <laughs> remember. Them. Okay. And start. The, these comics are dead as long as we remember them. Anyway. So, so the first book that obviously jumps out is the Supermobile. Uh, Amazo. In, in, Amazo in action comics. I loved these issues. I loved the Supermobile as dopey of a concept as it was. I loved. I, think it. I had a Supermobile toy. I have. I have two. I have the smaller one and I have the uh, larger scale. It just got recently re-released as part of the re-release of the the superpowers, the McFarlane superpowers line. It got a re-release, mm. which is really cool. And right that's, next to that is Superman versus Muhammad Ali, which yep. I refer you to episode 200. That's All another great classic. book. That I got a shout out. Uh, oh, I'm go sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, that may be one of my favorite covers ever on Batman Family. I love that cover. Batman. Oh, yeah. So, Michael, as a Kaluta, right? That's a Kaluta cover? It is. Yes, Kaluta. Yeah. Um, Wait, this, uh, mm. I just hmm. got to shout out Aquaman 61, which I think is that one that we covered not long ago. But uh, great-ish. Any time... Batman yes. and Aquaman teamed up by Apero. I mean, I'm just you're you're right in my sweet spot. So yeah, yeah we we did we did cover that recently. Yep. And then uh, uh, Avengers, Avengers 170, which was the Korvac saga, which we covered. Sweet. And and that uh, that did, didn't that wasn't it Ultron in that or? Well, that's Jocasta. Yeah. And Not then I always got a kick Jocasta out of uh, from Star Wars. I got a kick out of the Ameridroid in Captain America 220. Big doofusy Captain America. <laughs> I like. I think, I think the Machine Smith somehow ended up like animating him. I have a soft spot for the Ameridroid only because when I first came into Cap, within like the first couple of issues of my by basically starting to buy Cap off the rack, the Ameridroid showed up, and that's during the early part of the Zek run. And I'm like, who is this big goofy dork? So yeah, <laughs> uh, I had I had Challengers the Unknown book. Oh, that was, I, yeah, I, I have. That. I was just looking at that. Yeah, I have that too. I think a listener sent it to me. Yeah, I, I had it. I don't think I have it any longer for some reason. But uh, we, I think we covered that challenges book at some point as well. Mm. I was but wondering if that was the one that you did. I'd, I'd like to pick another one from that run to do sometime because I wasn't part of that episode. But I love that that era of the challengers because that's when both Swamp Thing and Dead Man were were members of the challengers or unofficial members, I guess. You know. Just kind of tagging along with them. It's it's weird and wacky stuff. I would like to read this Close Encounters book. Have Have any of you read it? Is it any good? I have it. I don't think I've ever read it. I mm. read it back in 1978, and I liked it a lot. I don't know <laughs> what I would think now, and I and I, for some reason I don't believe I own it any longer. All right, we get Double Dinosaur number one. God, I own so many of the books on this. This is crazy how many of the books. Fantastic I... Four 193 with, uh, what was that? That's uh, Darkoth. Who yes. Was, I can't, yeah. Who turns out to be like one of Ben's. like Yeah, like uh, a helicopter pilot buddy or something like that. Yeah. Darkoth? Yeah. yeah. Is he Jerk's brother? <laughs> no, Darkoth. O-T-H. Hey, don't be a jerk. Firestorm number two. Back when it was, have, mandatory, it was mandatory to have Superman in every number two issue yeah. back then. That's the uh, run that only went five issues. I have all of them. Yes, that that as, was a as, decent as run, I, I thought. I, yeah, that that's well, that may rear its head again in when we do our episode our episode six hundred 
just letting you know. Um, well, who's the we artist have... on that foom? On the cover of that foom? Because Mike doesn't have any credits here. That looks really familiar. Like the art style, but I can't. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what? I would I would say that might be Gil Kane. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's nice. I'm though. not sure either. I used to have that issue also, and I no longer have it. I don't like when I no longer have issues. So the cover of Ghost 63 gives adage to the the saying, she got real ugly real quick. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <got real. laughs> she had a butter face. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Laugh Olympics number two out this month, but Superman did not I, co-star in that. But it was I a Marvel did, book. <laughs> I did not know they had a Laugh Olympics comic book. I was very surprised. I did have those at one time as well. Machine Man number one I have. Uh, and from Atlantis. I think I had ooh. some of those. I don't think I still I, do. I used to have that that issue right there. I had a chance to pick that whole series up out of the $2 bin not long ago, and like a dumbass, I passed them up. I wish I'd gotten mm. them. The interior art is horrid, but I love the covers on them. Now, uh, Pizzazz number six. Didn't that dude get mauled by a tiger at some point? <laughs> uh, well, that was many, 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 many years later. Is that the same guy? No, no. Oh, wait. No, that's Gunther Gable Williams, who was uh, in. I remember seeing him in uh, Ringing Bro- in the in the circus. Yeah, that's I don't know right. if he got mauled. I, I, I think you're thinking of Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, I am. I was thinking of Siegfried and Roy. You're right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it's Gunther said, Gable you know, Williams met his end. It's said that I know that guy's name. It's not even on the cover, but that's who that is. I'm positive that's who that is. Yes, I. I once you said it, it came storming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we have another cool cover on world's finest just looking at the power records here i don't so there's three of them here you've got uh power records 33 34 and 35 33 has the story the man from krypton um which retells the origin of superman by rich buckler and dick giordano man if you ever get a chance to pick that up on the cheap definitely nab it it's beautiful I don't have 34, which is also a Superman, and I am chasing 35, which is a Wonder Woman, also by uh, Rich Buckler, with inks by Neil Adams. Mm. So, yeah, that one's that Peter one's Parker. Peter you Parker, don't have the Spectacular Spider-Man wraps up the Champions storyline that was kind of left dangling uh, when they canceled that series. Oh right, right. I, I really like the cover to Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, also. Jim Starlin. It's a reprint. No, I don't believe it is. It. The, I think the I think the interior story is a reprint. But oh, the, you know what? I think you may be right. Uh, I think yeah. you're right. Uh, uh, it actually reprints two issues. Six minutes has three, run out. Wait, but wow, go ahead. Go ahead. Any I've got thoughts? Star. I've 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 got I had that Star Trek fifty one. Uh, I remember that cover, and uh, obviously I had Star Wars. Got all those. And I think the last thing we want to make sure we mentioned was uh, X-Men at the bottom. X-Men Warhawk. 110. Warhawk. Warhawk, who's, who's fake Colossus. Who looks just like Colossus. But I think <laughs> he was I think he was in uh, maybe an Iron Fist, which Chris, mm. Chris Claremont had written. That one is actually so, on my want what? list because it's I a think what we're gonna do. He did the art. No. I think what we're going to do is we're going to treat the six minutes as a soft cap. Yeah. In other words... We'll hit the six minutes and then we know we got to wrap it up. Fair? So it's yeah. like a, pre- a presidential debate when they say, oh, your time is up and they talk for 20 exactly. minutes more. Okay. Exactly. 
So now go what over, to, fe- go over what to February. World knew Daredevil is blind. Uh, then they would. Uh, I don't know what they would do. I don't remember. Why don't we give everybody two minutes? Everybody two minutes per page. Does that work? Uh, no. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's going to be too. It, it, seriously, it'll be too hard to just kind of wrangle it all. Okay. February. I'm there. So. Jumping over each other. <laughs> Superman versus Shazam. I have that. I was so happy when I landed oh, that one. Another beautiful cover, Rich Buckler. Beautiful book. Yeah. That's a great book. Oh, wait a minute. All-Star Comics? Yeah. Christ. You mean I got to st- <laughs> start going back and finding those? Oh, you I got have those? those? No, I don't have any of those. Oh, you should have those. That's oh, good those, stuff. those? Yeah. Oh, man. That's really good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I bought all of those when you were doing the Tales of the JSA, when you started yep. that. Mm. I, I bought those when I first started collecting comics, pretty much. The well, ones that the had time, already though, come out. They're starting, they're starting to climb in price, so now's the time uh, to start yeah. those up, man. I, I ain't got room for the stuff I got. Oh, Avengers 171, another Perez cover, still in the Corvax side. Beautiful cover. Yep. Boris Karloff, uh, Tales, what is it, Tales of Mystery, is just, there's so many cool covers on that series. I've been I've been picking them up. If I see them in the cheap, I've been picking them up for Ken. He's been collecting those. Iconic cover on uh, Captain America 221. I have a, a, a like a 3D poster type of thing somewhere that has that image of Cap taken off of it and put on it, like blowing up. It's really cool. That's that's a Gil Kane DeSaniga cover. Yep. Well, I didn't realize the Cerebus Yardbark was that old. Oh yeah. I was first exposed to him like in the like 80. Anyway, we're not talking about the 80s, but I'm (laughs) shocking. I'm shocked at this information. I tell you, Freedom Fighters, Freedom Fighters is starting to wind down at this point with issue 14. I think is this the issue with the, the Indian guys or no? No, I think that's an earlier issue. No, I think that's that's a that's a wacky series yeah i have that whole run it fascinates but i have a a ripped cover on number two that's that's one of my wts books that i want to replace (laughs) did anybody ever read these godzilla books were they any good i had one or two um and if you could listen on earth destruction directive go back to some old uh things where luke has covered every single issue I forget which issue it is of that series, but I think that's the first Fantastic Four story I ever read was when they were in, they guest starred in an issue of Godzilla because everybody did at one point or another. And it, there was like Why? a, was, I think it was like a soft Avengers crossover where they had, uh, or uh, no, no, maybe they had, not the, Godzilla. they had a Champions crossover in there. They had uh, 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 Nick uh, Fury or what's his name? Uh, oh, the, the, I'm thinking of the Shogun Warriors, which I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Anyway. Karate Kid. I think this was the first issue I ever picked up of Karate Kid with Robin. I was very confused about how he was in the 19th or excuse me, the 20th century. Right. Oh, the new Croft Super Show with Wonderbug and uh, Electro Woman and Dinosaur Girl. Wasn't that? <laughs> well, that was yep. yeah, yeah, that was one of the things. Speed yeah. Buggy. I thought it was Wonderbug. No. I think oh, it was Wonderbug. Wonderbug. Oh, okay. Speed no, Buggy was the cartoon. 
Yeah, we did Machine Man last month, or no, we did. Another great cover on the Defenders Marvel Treasury Edition, Gil Kane, inked by Klaus Janssen. Klaus. Beautiful. Shazam number 35. That's, uh, what's his name? Alan Weiss on that one, I believe. Yeah, Al Weiss. Well, he, Al Weiss on the cover. Or no, I'm sorry. It's Mike Netzer, rather. Yeah. Uh, Mike Netzer on the cover and uh, Don, Don Newton. Newton. Yeah, beautiful stuff. Ooh, Man, I, I had think a I, hell of a time tracking that down on the cheap. I think I had this issue with Nova. I couldn't figure out why he was trapped in a black ice cube. Nova. <laughs> <laughs> Tweety and Sylvester, number 80. Who'd have thought Luke it gone a distance? This is a book we need to cover at some point, guys. Uh, showcase number 100. It's basically Crisis on Infinite Earths all in one story, all in one issue. It's, yeah, with, it's ev- with everybody who ever appeared in Showcase. Yep. Right? Huh. Yep, up to that point. Yep. Including, That's... like, the fireman guy. Because, like, some of the early issues were just, like, oh. there, it wasn't superheroes. It was, like, firemen and laws. Yeah, that issue wasn't. I'm yeah, it's like trying to remember, there was an issue that adapted Dr. No, the James Bond story. Yeah, yeah. Did I don't think they had anything from that in there. I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. I was just noticing. All right, so. Star Wars Weekly, Marvel yeah, UK? Yeah, I just picked Andy, up. Andy, Andy said something that he was surprised that he didn't know that, that this was added to Mike's site. Yeah. I, it must be recently added because I yes. don't remember seeing it on there either. Um nope. But yeah, I just picked up. Now I already had a number one, but I got a nicer number one than the one I already had. But I just picked up Star Wars Weekly number two recently, um, and that now gives me a solid run from one to like number seventy nine, I think, which is roughly about halfway through the series. So I've been doing pretty good picking those up. But yeah, that's, Ooh, they that's... Get a Yosemite Sam issue. I'm trying to think, <laughs> and my head hurts. <laughs> I said that at work the other day. I'm like, my head hurts. Like, what? Nothing. I need this <laughs> issue of Wonder Woman 243. It's one of the last issues. I need that one. I need 230. I think it's 230. And those are the only last, the last two. Because I've tr- been trying to collect the, where where it switched over to where it was telling tales of the Earth 2 Wonder Woman while the TV show was concentrating on um, World War II. Mm-hmm. Six minutes is up, so we're going to wrap up the month. All right. Oh, Underdog. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. One of the best theme songs in cartoon history. Bum, 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 yes, bum. I will agree. Yes, totally. There's no need to fear. Underdog is here. When criminals in this world appear and break the laws that they should fear and fight to all who see or hear the cry goes up both far and near for underdog, 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 speed of lightning, roar of thunder, fighting all who rob or plunder, underdog, This world the headlines read of those whose hearts are filled with greed who rob and steal from those who need to right this wrong with blinding speed goes underdog 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 speed of lightning more of thunder fighting all who rob or blunder 
time to move on to March of 1978. Time marches on. Oh, Action Comics 484. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember a, buying that classic. off the stand. Yep. That is an absolute classic. Yep. The the wedding of, of Earth 2, Earth 2 Batman, uh, Superman and Lois. It's funny now, because... Now, uh, Batman 300 is also a Earth 2 yep. crossover. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. I was noticing the Bionic Woman uh, was going on during this. I just sold a complete run of Bionic Woman not long ago, and I got a fairly pretty penny out of that too they were trash man they were they were awful terrible oh. stories huh oh just the art was horrible the stories are just plain stupid scott you remember when i almost bought the uh, that giant um um that Build giant re- reproduction of the avengers uh oh, hold on there we go of that Avengers 172, what wasn't that at Conjure or, or like a show we went to, and it was like a giant like four by like it was poster size that somebody had painted like a painting. Oh right, 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 yeah, yeah. And I was like, ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. What would I, where would I put this? It was cool though. Yeah, that is a I'm, cool. Cover. I'm like, how do I explain that to the wife? But honey, it's it's the cover. It's huge. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Interesting. Uh just coincidence that the issue of firestorm that was on sale this month happens to be the random comic cover that i posted on the uh oh. bin bin's facebook page today mm-hmm. that was the only issue of that that i had for the longest time because I, I just could never ever find the original firestorm series like anywhere or the most newsstand he who stalks is that the Deathstalker? Yes, I believe so. The guy that was also in uh, Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah, that got stuck through the tombstone. Gravestone. Gravestone yeah. on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> Stop I'm correcting going. me. Is I'm that... not correcting you. I'm finishing your thoughts. Okay. Like an old, like an old married couple. <laughs> on the cover of Godzilla, is that one of those things you were talking about, Bill? Is that one of the what do you call them? The Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's yeah. one of the Shogun Warriors. Yeah. Shoguns. Yeah. Shoguns. Yeah. yeah. See, I would like this issue of GI Combat because it crosses over with the losers. I have to put that on my list. <laughs> Classic cover on Incredible Hulk 224. I think that used to be on one of those notebooks. Oh, yeah. School notebooks. Is that is that like Modoc? That? No, that's. Uh, that's ah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's that's the leader. Leader. Like, yeah. Iron Man. Marvel Super Special Close Encounters. I have that. I think I've got both of them. So it, they did it as a super special and as uh, one of the treasuries. I have both of right. those. We need to cover that on the show sometime, too. Oh, that would be fun. I'd love to do that. Well, we could do the crossover and do that for uh, this and for Is It Yours. There you go. I would totally be down for that. Love, you love me the some, cover. You owe oh, me some is, it, some is It Jaws, because you've been covering stuff that's like right in my sweet spot. And I'm like, I've been going out of my, I've been going out of my way to do that. <laughs> that's yeah, how he um, operates. Rick? Great. I love the cover on Rampaging Hulk number nine. Yes. With the Hulk. Uh, mm. Is that an Earl Norum? I think that's Earl Norum. Yes. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Love that. I'd love a poster of that. I've always liked that. Like you have that room the, on your wall for that. That was the that. first and only <laughs> issue of that I had for a long, long time, too. I've since recently finished collecting it, and I, now I've 
Now it languishes in a box. I really need to dig them out and read them. Don't they all? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, mean, I went through a really? lot of effort to collect that whole series. <laughs> this Sergeant Rock intrigues me with the old covers in the background. Action, detective, all flash. Oh, I can't yeah. make out I can't make out what that last one is in the bottom right hand corner though. Hmm. Wonder Woman. Yeah, okay. Cool. It's either Wonder Woman or Sensation Comics, one of the two. Yeah, I think I think it's Sensation. Yeah. Well it it intrigues me. <laughs> it tells um, me. This is what? why I decided to because I resisted the urge for a long, long time, but why I finally gave in and started collecting Star Wars Weekly. Look at all of these covers right here for this month. You've got Star Wars Weekly's four through eight, and four of the five are all new covers, and they're by Dizaniga, and I think they are fantastic. I, I think well, they are just gorgeous covers. One was by Dave Cockrum. Number number four. Oh, is that Cockrum? I thought it was. Oh, yeah. I, it, it said Cockrum. Oh, you're right. Sure enough. Mm. Chewie looks like a gorilla from Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> totally does. Bill, didn't we tell you we replaced you with, uh, as Chewie with, with Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Now you see, he does it better. Cool What If number nine, because that was eventually put into regular continuity. Oh, yeah, with Quasar, 3D Man. Oh, yeah. 1950s Avengers. Yep. And we have... That was was a good issue of of, uh, X-Men, where they were part of like a a, a circus. Wasn't it Arcade Murder World, or am I getting my... uh, Maybe... uh, Hmm. I thought Arcade put them in Murder World. Isn't that Arcade? Yeah. And time's up. we got to wrap up the month. Anything more before we go on to the next one? My yeah, time's what, up. Your Wonder time's Woman's up. got a great cover. Yeah. yeah she, she's got two great covers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do like that one. On to, on to April. April of 1978. April of 1978. I was all of 10 years old. Oh, shut up. Uh, Adventure Comics 458. I'm pretty damn sure. Let me double just double check my 485. You mean? Pretty sure that's uh. Yep, Joe Staten on that one. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, it's Neil Adams on the cover. Yeah. Of of that Superboy of Adventure. Oh, I was saying action. I thought you were. Uh, no, that's, my bad. Oh, the action. The yeah, the action. Yeah, yeah that's, sorry. That's Neil. Yeah, that's Neil Adams. But yeah, the uh, the. Uh, Adventure comics. Actually, that's a state and cover too. It's just yes. inked by Jack Abel, which I don't think looks very good. I I don't really care for Abel's inks. How many issues of All Star Comics were there? It went up to seventy five. Four. Oh, okay. Well, oh, seventy maybe seventy four. It was. Yeah. It started with fifty eight, and I think it went to seventy four. Seventy four. Yeah. You are what correct. Was what was it before? It was All Star Comics in the Golden Age. So. This oh. is the weird thing about that is that it went to All Star Comics. I forget. Well, it became it became All Star Western. It, it did, but then oh. when they brought it back, they resumed it, the numbering from when it was All Star Comics. So it yeah, it's really weird. It's basically 
you know, two so All Star Western got kind of like displaced, you know, as as being the continuation of that original series. So it actually branches, which is really weird. I, I don't know of another title that quite does that. A hey. comic series in lane A crashes and the car in lane B keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you'll appreciate the cover of Captain America. Yeah, I was just going to say it's drawn by your friend Ernie Chan. <laughs> Little Ernie Chan and the Chan Clan. <laughs> awesome we start. Pat Broderick cover on Captain Marvel right there with Marvel versus uh, Thor. That's a that's a good one. Mm. And, and there uh, you go again yeah. with uh, Batman and Aquaman and uh, Brave and the Bold 142. DC Comics presents number one. Yes, I, that's good. Oh, we did that Daredevil too. That's the one with them, uh, fall, him and Mr. Hyde falling out the window. We did that one, didn't we? Yes, we did. Another yep. Gene Colan beautiful artwork book. Yeah. The birth of the Superman team up book. Yep. Dino Mutt. Oh, sorry. Fat <laughs> Elf, yes. number 25. Boom, 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 boom. Over If you can get a hold of it, that limited collector's edition C-59, Batman's Strangest Cases, that's a damn good book right there. It's got some really good stuff in it. Reprints some hard-to-find and hard-to-buy uh, issues, as I recall. I don't, think, I don't think I've seen that treasury ever. Really? Seriously. <laughs> and what else have we got here? What have we got? That's... It's kind of slowing out, down at the end of the month here, it looks like. We got uh, Pizzazz. The Hulk is getting ready to crush uh, Sean Cassidy. Hulk smash. Nova. This is my first issue of Nova, and I know Paul's going to disagree, but I love, freaking love the Carmine Infantino on this book. It's, I love this cover. I think it's a great cover. The cover is not bad, but you you are right that I'm going to disagree with you about <laughs> Carmine Infantino on this book. I did not like his artwork on here. That's not one that's grown on me like uh, your friend on the Invaders. <laughs> Joe oh. Kubert on Hawkman on Showcase Presents Hawkman. That's good. Let him go ruin that character. Oh, did, I say, did I say that out loud? Sorry about that. Ah. Uh. John Byrne cover, the only John Byrne cover on uh, on Star Wars right here, number 13. Oh, yeah. Beautiful cover. I actually have a poster of that on my wall. And I've always loved this cover to Superman Family, number 190, where uh, Supergirl, Crypto, and uh, Jimmy and Lois are trying to pull Superman, uh, Nightwing, and Flamebird out of the, I think it's out of the Phantom Zone or some weird zone thing. I don't know. That's a really good story, though. Wouldn't they be in the... Bottled City of Candor? Something like that. Yeah, I forget what, what exactly because that's the story where, for that. Yeah. And uh damn, who they, who is the cover artist on that Super Bowl? I can't remember. That's a really Oh, uh James Sherman, yeah. Him and uh Rubens, I love the art on that. James I'm Sherman's not, not a name that comes up very often, but I really no, liked his art. I'm not very familiar by the right ink. It's funny because he he did some uh, issues of Superboy with uh, with Bob McCloud inking him that are I, I some of the best of the entire series. 
But then there's other issues where he's inked by somebody else or might have even done his own inks. And it's awful. It's like, wow, this is the same artist. So it, it's totally about who's the inker on him. But when he gets you the know, right one, it's spectacular. The more we do this show, the more I'm finding that's the case with so many artists. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's very true. But yeah, some of his stuff. You you if you ever get a chance, I'll, I'll give you the issue numbers to go take a look at sometime. But uh, yeah, his his work with McCloud on uh, on Superboy and the Legion is like it's just gorgeous. I mean, just eye popping stuff. Really good stuff. Sure, let me know. We will get to that. But for now, we are out of time for this month, unless you have anything else to wrap it up. Mm. No, just some more uh, gorgeous covers on Star Wars Week. I'm so glad I'm, I'm making my way through those. I'm, I'm glad I decided to pull the trigger on getting that particular uh, collection going. All right, so we're off to May of 1978. I always like that cover on Action Comics 486. There's nothing really special about it. It's just a cool-looking cover where Superman's getting blasted with, like, a space bazooka or something. It's Very definitely cool. better, better than uh, Rudolph's Summer Fun. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, too. Very you know, cool Captain America cover by Mike Zack and a very cool Batman uh, family by Kaluta. Oh, I like the Batman yeah. family one. That's very Yeah, cool. the white bat. Yeah. Don't forget Avengers that, 174 again. That Captain you know, George America Perez. cover where he's yeah. being fished out of the drink. If I had to pick my favorite Cap cover of all time, it just might be that one. I, I think there's something di- you know just really dynamic about that cover. It's very cool. Fantastic, Fantastic Four closing in on. Oh, uh, yeah, I was, yeah, gonna, I was say gonna, gonna say clo- exactly the same thing. <laughs> I was gonna say they're closing in on 200. Yep, that was that was a really cool run as it got to. 200. Oh, that's another Perez cover. Yep, Keith Pollard on the interiors on that. I was trying to figure out who the artist was because I couldn't remember who who did the interiors. And uh, a lot Hulk. of burn. I'm seeing this is when burn was coming up because I'm seeing a lot of burn because you've got Amazing Spider-Man Annual number twelve with burn. You've got uh, what was the other Hulk, one? Was, Hulk, Annual number seven. Hulk Annual, yeah, with Iceman. That's a good one too. Really good one. Great cover on Iron Man one thirteen. I love the shading and the inking on that. That is beautiful. Yeah, well, that's Romita Junior. You know, with Bob McCloud inking him. Right. You know, right. it's it's not the sloppy Romita Junior. The, the oh, Hulk, yeah. I don't think it's a great Hulk cover because I don't like the way his, his proportions look, but it is Little Ernie Chan. Uh, and it is also, I think it's the beginning of like them really starting to, to explore like the psychological aspect of why he's the Hulk and all of that stuff. Right. Which, which you know, Peter David really ran with. But, you know, that's, uh, was that a, yeah, it was Roger Stern. So yeah. That, that was some think, cool stuff. I think Stern wrote that annual too, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I hope somebody's taking notes because another book I'm seeing here that I've been meaning for us to cover on the show for ages is this Marvel Comics Super Special number four, um, Beatles. We have got to cover that. Absolutely, on the show. we'll do that. Tom, yeah, Tom Palmer's the the cover artist. I don't know if he did. Uh... Wow, the pencils George Perez. Yeah, George. It, yeah. it is. It's early I Perez. Never, yeah. Never... Wait, but that cover looks like George Perez, but it's saying artist yeah. Tom Palmer. Yeah. It's mm. it's gorgeous though, yeah, and it's Paris and Jansen, and they it, it's good. It's it's right up there with like Logan's Run. It's 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 a nice mesh of the two. 
It, it looks sharp. I've looked through the book a thousand times. I don't think I've ever actually sat and read it. We got we got Star Lord. Who? Oh. <laughs> Star Lord, man. So the first inkling I ever had that there were more Marvel Star Wars stories than I was like I was being told about basically that that somewhere out there there were more existed than what was in just the regular monthly title was this issue of pizzazz with uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band on the cover. I actually had this and in the back of it was part of the I forget what the saga was called something like Ice World or something like that but it was a it was a Star Wars weekly story um that was reprinted in there with with luke and leia like crash landing on basically hoth before hoth type of thing oh yeah that was that star wars 2 i i had that in a full full uh uh black and white book that i actually colored some of the pages but i didn't realize i don't think anywhere in the book it actually tells you that it's reprinted from somewhere so i just had it as a kid and i'm like damn i want and i i chased pizzazz for years trying to find those and i never did i don't think i ever owned another issue but yeah, later I would eventually find out that they were just reprints from that Marvel UK stuff. But yeah, that was that was a prized possession for a long time just because it had that like, you know, unknown chapter, you know, unknown to me anyway. <laughs> Interesting what if issue because <laughs> if I can tell the story again, when they announced that uh Love and Thunder was going to have Jane Foster as, you know, with the power of Thor, I I had uh, Dario put it up on eBay for me and we sold it for like two hundred and fifty dollars. And then and then last summer, Scott bought it for me to replace it for, I think, ten. Yep. This uh, Superman three twenty six. This might very well be the first Superman comic I ever got. Really? Yeah. That is a great cover on that. I'm almost positive. This was a trip to the candy store and grandma bought it for me. Oh, that's a buckler. I didn't realize. I I would have swore that that was Bob Oxner, but it's uh, it's Rich Buckler. That's cool. Great cover and story on uh, Thor 274. Where's that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, the one with Balder, yeah. Mm. That's Balder, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he, I'm trying to make. He had he had one weakness, and he they were doing something where he was demonstrating, you know, his invulnerability, and somebody snuck in an arrow with whatever the thing that he had that was his weakness on it. He ended up taking an arrow to the chest, not to the knee, not to the knee. Well, that would have done it too. Uh, great uh, X Men number one twelve. Bob Layton is the inker. Uh, this yeah, for this cover, it's uh. Magneto saying to Wolverine, stop stabbing yourself. Stop stabbing yourself. <laughs> I have always liked that Keith Pollard cover on uh, Peter Parker, number 21, where the scorpion's swatting his tail out of yeah. that. That is great. Nice that perspective is. and everything. That's a really good one. That's solid. And I know he's an acquired taste, but this is one of my favorite Carmen Infantino Star Wars covers here, number 14. <laughs> I, have seen I like, this on a I like the fact that you need to apologize now. <laughs> I, no, don't apologize. I I love uh, that's where I was first introduced to him was Star Wars, and I loved him in Star Wars. Then I see him in other things, and I'm like, yep. oof. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm generally that way too. I mean, I, I don't generally like his, his stuff art style. Of stuff. Fit the early issues of Star Wars. Yep. 
I agree. The way the gunfire and the ships looked. Sometimes the droids yep. can be a little wonky, a little beefy sometimes. You know, buff, buff C-3PO, fat R2-D2. But <laughs> yeah, I still loved it. Sasquatch Chewbacca. <laughs> Sasbaka. It's on to June. <laughs> All right. Love that cover on Action Comics 487. That is just a beautiful cover. Superman chasing the uh, the Daily Planet globe as a fiery comet or whatever the hell is going on there. And this confirms issue 74 was the last issue of All-Star Comics. Yep. And what a, what a cover it was. Because I want to say that the next, if, if there had been a 75, then I think 75 would be the death of Batman, right? I think. Which was in Adventure Comics. Right. I think. I, I could be wrong about that, but I, I think I you're know. right. Yeah. Who is that more on uh, Amazing Spider-Man 180? Who the hell is that guy? The White Dragon. The it looks like I Chicken Man or and, something. And I, I, I think the word Mort kind of fits. <laughs> wow. I don't remember him at all. And that, that's following up uh, Rocket Racer and the Big Wheel, who are two, <laughs> two of the most <laughs> famous really bad villains. This one doesn't even merit being mentioned with them. <laughs> wow. Spidey was he was scraping the bottom of the barrel during this era, apparently. Yeah, who, who was writing these? This was Wolfman. Yeah. And we have a good uh, Dave Cockrum, Terry Austin cover for Avengers 175. That's a nice cover. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Dave Cockrum, I think, is an underappreciated artist. I I like him with the right inker, but it, it's got to be... It's got to be a good inker with him because he. I loved his. I loved his stuff on the X Men. I loved his stuff on the Legion. Legion, yeah. Uh, what was the? There was another book he. Oh, he did some Avengers issues that I really liked. Uh, very, very rare Frank Robbins cover on Captain America. A very, very rare Frank Robbins cover that's actually good too. I like that one. That he, he didn't. He little... didn't do very. He didn't do very many covers at all. I don't think. Right. I actually have or had, I don't know if I still have it. I used used to have this modern comics reprint of uh, Charlton's Captain Adam number 85. I don't know if I still have that or not, but I know I used to have it. I keep now, seeing uh, this Cheyenne Kid number 87. I keep seeing this friggin' thing on, um, on Macari because I'm chasing issues of Cheyenne Kid that have apparel backups. And they are hard as hell to find at a decent price, but this particular issue keeps popping up. I don't know why. My Did sister you? had the Wonder Woman book and record above it. That was a no, was... It was a great book. I have to tell you, it was hers, but uh, it was a great book and record. Mm. <laughs> the uh, issue of Famous Monsters of Filmland I have. Uh, through the uh, charity of our good friend Russell Bragg, who sent it to me a couple of years ago for Christmas. Jaws versus Apes. It was uh, Jaws and, and King Kong, and there was Star Wars in there. Good stuff. Damn, Dave, you made me click on that, and now i got to add it to my friggin' want list because <laughs> it has a backup story by Mike Nasser on that Wonder Woman record. Nasser <laughs> and Wycheck. I bet you that's beautiful. Yeah. 
Wonder Woman, well, the first one, Wonder Woman versus the God of War. That was the better story. Al Milgram and uh, Dick Giordano. I, yeah, that probably looks pretty good too. I, I like I like Milgram when he's when he's inked well. And uh, I mean, come on, Giordano was fantastic inker. And I seem to remember this being like a thirty-three and a third record, right? A big one because it had. Yeah, a some of, yeah, some of them were. Yeah, I think that one was. Yeah. And the comic was the size of the you know it came with a comic book. It was the size of the uh, thirty-three and a third record, like oversized. Interesting looking. Uh, we got the Incredible Hulk 227. Uh, that's Trim- where I was at. Herb Trimpy cover. But then look just two over at Iron Man number 114. It almost looks like it's it's a companion piece to it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's with uh, Arsenal. Yeah. yeah. Who I think was another uh, un- unrealized. Like I think they could have done so much more with that character. That vehicle let's put it that way Isn't it's not that, really a uh, something to do with howard stark yes yes yeah i think they should have done it's been a, a long time since i read that so scott is this the last issue of jonah hex they hang him right <laughs> no he's gonna continue for a long long time <laughs> until they stuff him hanging hanging oh. him never takes they tried to hang him a dozen times and it never took yeah, that's i didn't right. understand he, he, oh sorry yeah, he I, ended I never up being understood stuck. why he didn't have the scars on his neck like that. Uh, what is that? Clint Eastwood. Hang him high. Yeah. yeah. Hang yeah. him high. He should have. He should have had scars on his neck from. He that. developed a callus. He was hung so many times. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I couldn't hang around his spine. Well, that was in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Danny DeVito's character tries to kill himself, but his neck is so thick he can't hang himself. <laughs> he's just, they walk by, he's just dangling from a rope. and they just, Nothing's happening to him. Uh, great that cover piece. on Marvel 2 and 1 by John Byrne. Yeah, that was I one like, of my first mm. issues of that series, if not my first one. Yeah, I like that. That's good stuff. I like the cover of Nova. Uh, yeah, that's where I was just kind of, yeah. but that, that's a nice one though too. This uh, Peacemaker number one from Charlton is actually a reprint. It's the Modern Comics reprint. I sold one of those when Peacemaker got real popular recently, and I made a chunk of change off Wait, that. Wait, but isn't now he called the Peace? Wait, is he the Peacemaker or Peacekeeper? Is he still the Peacemaker? Oh, I don't know. I thought he was peace, Peacemaker so far as I know. I don't watch any of that stuff. That yeah, made, I haven't watched it either. I really don't know. Well, you know, it's hard to see because it's John Cena. Get it? We're going to wrap up this month soon. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Cool, cool Dave Cockrum cover on uh, Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man. Who's uh, that throwing something at him? Who is that? Moon, Moon Knight. Oh. Oh, Good that's night, pretty yeah. funky looking movie. Marvel's TV sensation. Well, I remember watching that on TV. My favorite uh, covers of the series on uh, Star Wars number 15, it, just because it, just the staging of it is so cool. You've got Han Solo looking very cool, and he's fighting Jack. face with Crimson Jack. But then that Star Destroyer just tilted on its side like that. It just looks so damn cool. That is one of your better Carmine Infantino covers, no question. Very cool issue of Superman. I think we covered this a while back. Yeah. Superman I don't know if we covered it or we just Bra- talked about it, but yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Where he snatches the Kents out of time and everything. Yeah, that's that's that is a good one. Uh, X Men One Thirteen was a very very cool issue. It's almost like this was the issue where they learned to kind of act as a team. 
instead mm. of all being individuals. There was like a really well done story by Bernard Claremont. And I think we have finished six months of the year now and ready to go to July. All right. July. Peter Microwave Parker. man. Ugh. <laughs> Peter Parker's graduating <laughs> oh, college. <God. laughs> Mm. Why does Superman want to beat up a guy that just wants to serve you a hot meal fast anyway? He's pounding on microwave, Just go get me a hot pocket and shut up. (laughs) Hot pocket. Kojak booking records. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who started? That looks like Neil Adams. Is that uh, doesn't give a. They don't give any cover credit on that. It does look, but, you know, but that's that might be worth looking for on uh, on YouTube because they usually have them available on there. Who loves you, baby? I, I, you know what? Let me do some. Let me do some. What is the number on that? Uh, five, BR, five eighteen. Five eighteen. Let me let me see what I might have here. You see what I'll you get have back while we continue. A, a, I like the Army at War cover. That's a dynamic cover. I'm amazed at how many war books they had at this time, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, they did have a lot. Right next to that, that Avengers. That, but that's uh, John Romita. Uh, well, hold on. Uh, Junior. Terry not, not, one of, not one of my huge favorites. No. The but I, I, uh, God, the art is horrible. Who the hell is this? Which book? On the Kojak? Right, Kojak? Yeah, I do not have the MP because I have a huge collection of um, of Power Records, and I have CBRs of a lot of them, and many of them have an accompanying MP3. That particular one, I do not have the MP3. The artist is Mel Mel Torment. Mel Kiefer, I think, is the artist. Man, it's horrible. It's it's like um, who's that guy? Dan Spiegel. That did uh, Nemesis. It looks a lot like Nemesis. That. I think that's shit too. So yeah, oh, it's it's bad. Mm. It might be fun to cover on the show sometime though. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Very cool, fantastic four issue. As we're getting to two hundred, issue one ninety nine, the son of Doctor Doom, which I, if, yeah. if my memory is cons- correct, he's a clone, and Doom manages to imbue him with the powers of the Fantastic Four, kind of like a super scroll, and he ends up betraying doom and they they fight each other and then doom kills him hmm. Spo- spoilers uh i don't think i've ever laid eyes on this captain britain annual before and that is cool that is a great cover i've seen that that is just sharp. It's, a, it's a hard cover yeah it, well it's it's a brit yeah it's one of the british annuals but yeah it's just it's just really sharp looking because he's got that cool his classic outfit Mm-hmm. But then he's jumping over Parliament like right by Big Ben. That is really cool. That I'm gonna have to keep an eye out for that. One of your uh, best Al Milgram covers on Firestorm number five. Yep, I like that. That was the last issue, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. I like this freaky looking dude. I can't remember what his name is. The re- replicant or something like that. That's on uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow. There, he looks like a combination of like, he he's basically like DC's version of the Super Adaptoid because he's got a little bit Batman, a little bit the Flash, and the Wonder Woman all in his 
his makeup and look up, you know, the way he looks. I mean, he's just a really weird looking guy, but a great. He's got a, Mike Grell. He's got a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> ah, Moonstone. Yeah. yeah that was a the good, Hulk. That was a good run in the Hulk. Yeah. That is good stuff. Love that uh, Garcia Lopez. I think it's Garcia Lopez cover on uh, Jonah Hex 17. Yeah, that is Garcia Lopez. Ooh, Marvel premiere, Jack of Hearts. And Jonah Man Hex. With the Jack of Hearts. He's in uh, Justice League of America 159, where he gets pulled. He he and a bunch of uh, other historical figures get pulled out of history to battle the Justice League and actually kick their asses, which is pretty cool. Oh, I hope one of them was George Washington. No, it's Lincoln. <laughs> Can you? It's Lincoln, can you, sir. Can you imitate? Can you imitate Lincoln? Help me, Kirk. <laughs> Help me. I love the cover on a Marvel Special Edition featuring Star Wars number three. I cannot ever remember who is this. Ar- oh, Ernie Chan. Ernie Chan, great cover. Oh, I got that. that that's the whole story, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, so the I, first I, one, there were three of them. The first one reprinted issues one through three. The second one reprinted issues four through six. And then this one reprinted all six. This is For $2.50. They, they weren't milking that baby too much. Oh, they reprinted it at all kinds of times. Yeah. Spider-Man and the uh, not ready for primetime players in uh, Marvel team up number 74, which as a kid had me asking the question, who the hell are they? Because I was, I had no I, I had no concept whatsoever of Saturday Night Live when I was 10 years old. So. It's my no, first time ever cool, laying uh... eyes on the owl in uh, Marvel team up 73. That cover by uh, Paul Arden McLeod. Ooh, when did Miss Marvel? Is this when she got her new costume? Because I, yes. it was mm. yeah, yeah. Another really cool cover and story in Thor 276. Uh, you know, kind of uh, an advance uh, of what we were going to see with Beta Ray Bill and with uh, what's his name? The uh, just what was it? Masterson, Eric Masterson. People worthy right. taking the hammer and getting the power. Red, 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 red Norville. Yeah. The debut of Valance the Hunter, Valance the Cyborg in uh, Star Wars number 16. First, uh, first Walt Simonson, as I recall, too. Mm. I've always liked that cover on Superman 382 with that weird, I think it was some sort of like failed clone or something, protoplasm clone thing or something that Superman's fighting. I forget. I can't remember the exact story, but just a cool cover. There's a lot of really cool covers by DC this month. That Wonder Woman one's really cool. Who is that on World's Finest 253 with Superman? Is that is that a buckler? It is. Oh, it's a Paro. Huh? You don't see a you don't see a Paro doing Superman very often. I don't know though. That's really. I wonder who the inker is on that, because that does not look like a Paro to me. No, it doesn't. It almost looked like Superman was going to rip off Batman's face. Or his right. Head, or his ah! <laughs> I'm tired of your shit. All right, we are 
And that's a good through, cover for X-Men. Through, uh, the day yes. the X-Men died and they were singing. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this we're the through, Fantastic We are Four through with the time on this. Where the Marvel bullpen became the Fantastic Four. That's a goofy-ass uh, issue. That was very goofy. Not one of my big favorites, actually. Was it was it wasn't like Jack Jack uh, Jack Kirby Stan Lee what's his name uh, something Rosen <laughs> and and uh, Flo Steinberg Flo uh. well, Steinberg yeah right, time yeah. to move to August already there and Krypton dies again yeah. again ah. <laughs> I didn't even know it was sick. <laughs> Not one of my favorite covers on uh, Spider-Man 186. That one just always looked weird to me. Yeah, it just it, it looked like it should almost be like for like a, a Spider-Man, like the the uh, in the bubble wrap for a Spider-Man toy or something. Right, right, yeah. Avengers 177. Everybody dies. <laughs> dies. Six, six everybody dies. Six million dollar man uh, record. I like that cover. I'm curious oh, how the voices would sound on that. I think they use I the same voices on every on one me. of those productions. I, I can tell you, I have the I have the MP3s for that one. So I have to have to play that at some point. We got Fantastic right. Four number two hundred. So DC Special Series number sixteen has three different stories in it. One of which, the first story in the book, is the Last Bounty Hunter. That was the story that hooked me and made me a diehard Jonah Hex fan. It is the story of how he dies. And uh, it is a fantastic story. So it's really weird to become hooked on a character through basically their last story. But that was the story that got me. It is. It's great. Is that where he's stuffed? Yes. Yep. (sighs) Artist, uh, cover artist of uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. I'll praise his name. Great Mike Grell cover on Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Yes. The star heart. Yep. I like the the Iron Man 116. I think, if memory serves, I think I have this signed by by Leighton. I'm pretty sure I do. But I, I love that cover where he's lifting up a what is it a tank or something mm. human fly i just have to mention that i have a complete run of the human fly please hold your applause yay also a really great cover on uh, hulk magazine number 11 where he's busting up a roller coaster i thought he's mm. busting a move <laughs> that's 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 our friend bob larkin yep and I like the I like the Jonah Hex cover on uh, Jonah Hex number eighteen. I think that's uh, Garcia Lopez. That one's cool. Jonah's lost in the I think in the Amazon, if I remember. We have a uh, Jonah. Is Jonah Hex in the uh, Yes in the Justice League crossover? Yeah. Yep, that's a, the part two of that. So it's actually a really good story. It's goofy, and the art is questionable, but it's actually it's it's a good story. We have the second. I'm sorry, the second Marvel uh, kiss kiss issue. That one I have. I do not have the original one. It's just too expensive. I've always liked the cover of uh, the Marvel Treasury featuring Spider-Man. 
just because I think some of these characters that are on this cover, I think it was my first time laying eyes on them. Yeah, those are all Marvel team-up stories. Yeah. You got the X-Men, Werewolf by Night, Iceman, Ghost Rider, Iron Fist. Yeah, it's cool. That's a good cover. Who is that? Oh, Bob, Bob Budiansky with yeah. Little Ernie Chan. <laughs> I always like that cover to um, Marvel 2 and 145 with Thing and uh, Captain Marvel. It's just, that's, I think that's one of the last Captain Marvel stories before he died, wasn't it? Maybe? Uh, or am I wrong? I think we still had a little bit more because I think they had eventually rekindled Marvel Spotlight and he was in what, the first three issues of that. I think that's still to come at this point. I don't think I have ever laid eyes on this cover of Rawhide Kid number 148. And damn, is that a good Gene Colan cover? I like that. That is very cool. What else we got here? He looks a little cross-eyed, though. <laughs> Does he? Does he really? Because I, I didn't blow it up to look. Does he look cross-eyed? A little bit to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, my God. What's this dude's name in a Spectacular Spy? What's it? The Disco something? Disco? Disco Hustler. Oh, Hypno Hustler. Uh, Hypno Hustler. <laughs> he's, he's dorky. Oh, I love it. Uh, we got a uh, nice cover for X-Men 115. Inter Sauron. Not that Sauron. <laughs> The first Star Wars prequel ever in Star Wars number 17 tells a flashback tale of young Luke Skywalker, uh, Skywalker busting up his, his uh, what do they call those things he flew? The Sky, Skyhopper? Was that the name of it? The yeah. T-16 Skyhopper? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Tells that a move. Story. Yep. It's a good this story. Was, I'm sorry. I have that it. signed by, uh, by Claremont was the writer, and I forget. I got a couple other people signed it for me, too. I forget Claremont. who the other ones were. Yeah, Claremont wrote that. Yeah. It says Archie Goodwin. Uh, it is wrong. Mm. I think. I don't know. I'll look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure that Chris Claremont wrote that. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be mighty embarrassed if I got him to sign a book he did not write, but I'm pretty damn sure that he was the writer on that one. This was my oldest Star Wars comic for a very long time. Because for some reason, I didn't get Star Wars comics until after Empire Strikes Back. And this was one of the oldest ones I picked up originally. All right, here's the credits on this. You're not going to believe that this is one of my favorite issues, given some of the credits on this, but it, it really is. So Archie Goodwin was the writer slash editor Chris uh, Chris Claremont is credited as plot, so he did he did work on oh. this. Herb Trimpey and Al Milgram are the artists on this, and believe it or not, I friggin' love the art in this book. And by all rights, I should hate it, but I I actually really dig it. But that's funny, yeah. What, it, what's it, interesting? It's very GI Joe. It's like GI Joe before GI. It's like space GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I was just taking a look, and uh, I have issues 1 through 16. This is the first issue I don't have. Oh. Time to move to uh, September. Do you oh, remember? I don't want to go back to school. Yeah, <laughs> baby, baby, baby. 
I, I was never uh, crazy I, about this cover of Spider-Man by Keith Keith Pollard. I don't know. Everybody looked like a little bit of a fat ass to me in it. Yeah, it's it's the perspective's weird in that one. What is this Superman book and record? I don't know. I don't know this one. That's a cool looking cover. Oh, it's a. Is that Neil Adams? Yeah, I think the the Superman that's running and punching, I think that's copied from somewhere, like like cut and pasted from something else, Neil Adams. I forget where, but yeah, I think so. The background Superman, the big headshot, I don't know who that is. I, I don't think that's Adams, though. Looks like it's somebody trying to look like Adams. Though. Yeah. Could be Buckler. I, I'm not sure. It could be Buckler. could be G- Giordano as well. I'm not sure. That's cool, though. I don't think I've ever seen that before. What do we got? Oh, I love this issue of uh, DC Comics Presents Number 4, Superman and the Metal Men. That is, I don't know why, but that is just a fantastic issue. The art in that is just, I mean, it is peak Garcia Lopez. It is, it's beautiful. Beautiful book. You've got a... You've got Wildcat, the Golden Age Green Lantern, and the Flash all fighting over a comic book on the cover of a Flash 268. Yeah, I remember that. Somebody's going to wrinkle it. It's not and even backboarded, you friggin' primitives. We have Dum Dum Dugan chasing little itty bitty Godzilla on Godzilla 17. <laughs> yeah, that's when Godzilla got shrunk down and he was like fighting rats in the sewer and, and all kinds yeah. of crazy, craziness. Yep. Jaws, Jaws 2. Uh, in Marvel Super Special number six, the cover almost looks like it should be on Mad Magazine, and it's a Bob Larkin cover. We we should cover that on the show at some point too, because that's uh, Gene Which Colan. One? Uh, Jaws two, the well, the Jaws two adaptation in Marvel oh. Super Special. Yeah, we should cover that definitely. Micronauts number one. That's the Star Wars crossover one, right? Micronauts, number one. Isn't that Darth Vader in the background? Yeah, it sure <laughs> looks like him, yeah. Oh, he was definitely inspired by Darth Vader, oh, there's yeah. no question. But he was so well done in those issues. Yeah, Baron Karza. Yeah, I like him. He's cool. He's still a cool bad guy. That, that's a nice cover for Green Lantern uh, 111. Uh, it's Mike Grell. Yeah. There's, yeah, man, there's so many classic books out at this time. I mean, it's just tons of great stuff. Man like Wolf. This... Yeah. That's where he went off into space and became the, what do they call him? Like, it was like the Star Wolf Warrior God or, or something. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Star Wolf or Wolf God or some, something like that. I forget. Something, something stupid like that. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't they give you a Man Wolf or a Star Wolf, whatever, Hero Click, Scott? He, like is, a... he is literally right in front of me because I keep him right on my computer <laughs> monitor. So, yes, it is Man Wolf. Yes, he's he's one of my favorite uh, favorite Spider-Man bad guys. He's, he's, guy, he's cool. an anti-hero. I love yes, this Marvel Super Action 11 cover. Marvel, was it Super, Super Action? Action 11 with Captain America? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is that? Who's the artist on that? Oh, Bob Budiansky again. Yeah. I, I don't know if I still have them. Way. I had a complete collection of these Marvel Super Action reprints at one point. I don't know if I still have those or not. 
used ready to. to go out in the other room and tell everybody to shut up. <laughs> is that is that meatloaf on pizzazz number 14 i think the meatloaf's gone bad <laughs> yeah let's get that man a stick of deodorant oh my god i remember when he, when he was on uh saturday night live i think christopher lee hosted and he was like ladies and gentlemen meat loaf <laughs> <laughs> Another one of my favorite covers on Star Wars. You've got Star Wars, The Empire Strikes, but not Strikes Back. Foreshadowing? Oh, Superman number 330 with the Look You Dumb Bitch cover. I love this one. Where Superman's wearing Clark Kent's glasses and pointing to his face and telling Lois, uh, Lana Lang, he's like, look, look. What could you the be hell so is stupid? wrong with you? How <laughs> stupid was she? <laughs> <laughs> Clark Kent, Superman. Clark Kent, Superman. What if number twelve? What if Rick James became the Hulk? <laughs> then we need Rick roll you. Yeah. I'm the Hulk, bitch. <laughs> he was never gonna give it up. All right, I think I think September has worn out its welcome. We'll move over to October. That's all I, I got. <laughs> oh, it's Bra- a little brainiac action. I have brainiac. never understood why why DC seems to think that Hawkman is is any sort of a even match for Superman. They did the same thing in Justice League of America number two hundred. They pitted those two against each other. Superman would destroy him. <laughs> He throws him right into the sun. Right. That is nowhere near an even match. No. But, you know, that's the old Stan Lee thing. It didn't matter how mismatched you'd have him. They would always fight to a draw. Right. Adventure Comics, Justice Society. Yep. Those are that's some good stuff, too. Those are good books. Another prime example of uh, well, let me let me make sure of my facts before I say this, but I'm pretty. Yep, I, I thought I was right. Yeah, Bob Haney. Another prime example of Bob Haney just not giving a shit and teaming up Batman and the Unknown Soldier with absolutely no friggin' explanation whatsoever. And, and the thing is, it's supposed to be on Earth One. So how did yeah. that work? No, dude, they were on Earth Haney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He just. But that was his- to me. That was one of the, the like the, the fun kitschy things about that series. I right. didn't care. You know, we're gonna put him with the unknown soldier this month. Next month we'll put him with Commandy. You know, right. it didn't but matter. You, but it could have worked if you just used the Golden Age Batman from Earth Two. Right. It, it would have worked. I like when he would time travel by just simply falling asleep in a chair. You know, <laughs> just stupid stuff like that. Well, that happens yeah, to me. Yeah, you gotta love it. That was kind of the charm of that stuff. You, you just, you know, you can't think anything about continuity with those. You just gotta roll with them, and then they were fun. <laughs> Very cool cover on Human Fly number eighteen. Doing the uh, what is that? The Piate. Oh I'm yeah, it right. Yeah, and, and an iconic cover on Iron Man one eighteen. Yep. That's a, I want to say that's a burn, right? 
is it a burn? No, it's a Layton. Oh yeah, yep. Burn. Well, not the, not the cover. The the cover is a Layton, but the uh, interior the, is burn. Yeah, the interior is burn and Layton. Yeah, that that's an issue I do have signed by Layton is that one because I love that cover. Great stuff. And Marvel Super Action reprints the uh, the 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 issue with, with, of Captain America with proportion just being totally out of question, out of the question. Look how big the Hulk is. Right. Mm-hmm. Steranko. I mean, it's it's spectacular because it's Steranko, but it's just so strange i see this one all the time on merchandise you know like like you know like i don't know if i've ever seen it on t-shirts but like where where it'll be like a, a bunch of different classic marvel covers on like like a phone case or something right, like right. that and i always see it and this cover has always bugged me for that exact reason it's not like there's i mean it's not like it's a good not a good looking cover because it is a very cool looking cover it's very dynamic but just the proportions are completely ridiculous, you know, unless the story was, you know, the Hulk became a giant for that. But that's yeah. not the story. But look how small Rick Jones is because he's far away and the Hulk is behind him and he's right. huge. He's, yeah. he's got to be 30 feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 really goofy. Battlestar Galactica. Debuts. I got that. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I have one of the two of these. I'm not sure. I think I have the Treasury. I don't think I have the Super Special. Covered it with Shag on his uh, show. And, did you? Uh, we did the crossover with uh, Is It Yours for the actual pilot. Oh, okay. I'm a soft mark for that. I love Battlestar Galactica. I actually saw that at the drive-in when it, wow. when it had a theatrical release. Yeah. In Sense Around? Oh, I don't know about sense around, but yeah, it would be so. funny in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, didn't we do this issue of Superman years ago? I'm not down there. I'm I'm getting there. The Master Jailer one. Oh yeah, yeah, that was my first issue of Superman that I ever had was the Master Jailer. Really? Yep. That's cool. I always thought I did. I did the one where he was a fisherman and he would bait everybody's pole. And he was the master beta, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know it's a cheap joke, but I couldn't help it. Sorry. <laughs> that was a softball, and you swatted at it. Uh, what else we got? Super Goof. I don't have this particular issue, but they reprinted that one as one of those Dynabrite classics, and I have it as that. Uh love this cover of tomb of dracula yeah yeah that series sadly is coming to an end very shortly because wasn't 70 the last issue yes this is issue 68 so there were two more after this yeah it is a great cover though i like the cover on uh on uh weird western tales number 51 too where scalpel they're trying to hang scott he's another one they tried to hang i think several times and it never took I like him. That's a character I, I really wish they had done more with. Because after um, Weird Western Tales folded, they didn't really ever do much with him again. So they, James Robinson brought him back way late in um, in Starman, but he was a completely different character by that point. He was an old man. They tried to hang me. My neck hurts. <laughs> it's time for November. All right. 
let's see. It was an interesting return of the man wolf in Spider Man. Spoiler, by the way, John Byrne cover. Yeah, I was just going to ask. John Byrne interior. That, yeah, I was just going to ask. Isn't that Mummy the uh, the man wolf? And you answered yes. that. Point. Yeah, I thought he was. <laughs> yeah, like as as the issue goes on, the the bandages slowly come off, and then it's at the end is the reveal that that's who it is. I love the cover of Captain America, this Ron Wilson cover. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, got Captain America against the wall holding up his shield and the Hulk's fist pounding the shield. <laughs> and I always got a kick out of this this Superman and Green Lantern and DC Comics Presents. Yeah. I like that issue of Brave and the Bold, Super, uh, Batman and Supergirl. That's actually a really good one, too. It looks like a good one. Yeah. Uh, we, got, uh, we got the Avengers fighting uh, King Lakanuki on a tropical... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's so upset <laughs> oh, I'm so frustrated got no nookie <laughs> <laughs> now does, does did Cap and Hulk cross over this month because Cap is on the cover of Hulk 232 with the Hulk yeah. I don't That's remember cool. it being a crossover though. I don't. I don't. It might be, but I don't remember it being. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Actually, it may be because I'm just looking now on on that. It says the Hulk issue says reprinted in Essential Captain America Volume Six. So it it very well may be a crossover that I'm just not remembering. Huh. Oh, here you go. Marvel Classics number thirty six. Uh, is a Christmas Carol. Let's see who's the what's the pedigree on this. We've got writer is Doug Mensch. <laughs> All right, so Mike's got the writer, the letter, and the color is listed. <laughs> There's no pencil or anchor on the interiors. The covers Bob Hall and Steve, Steve Lyaloha, which is pretty good, but it does not list any interior credits at all as far as who did the art on this i don't know if i have that one or not i i'm slowly working on uh, building a complete collection of those but i don't know if i have that particular issue i have this marvel super special recently acquired that i bought under the mistaken impression that it was savage sword of conan number nine it's actually marvel super special number nine but yeah they punked you yeah, still glad to own it though. It uh, it's inked. Uh, at least one of the stories is inked by Dizaniga, so it was still something that I needed, but I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. Uh, we had the Shogun Warriors came out this month. Mentioned them number, earlier. Number one. Number one and two. Oh yeah. Well, here's a milestone: a DC cover on the cover of a Marvel publication with uh, Superman on the cover of Pizzazz number sixteen. Mm. Micronauts number two, by the way. I really like this, the cover on Sergeant Rock. Sergeant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Joe Hubert. Uh, this is kind of a a very well regarded story in Spectacular Spider-Man, where Daredevil is uh, guest starring and helping a sight impaired Spider-Man. That's first Miller on Daredevil, right? I think it is, yeah. yeah. That's a nice cover for Spider Woman. <clears throat> oh, where she's going, 
get a look at these. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If, if, if it was live action, they'd be bouncing one at, like one at a time up and down. <laughs> Torok. Ah, uh, we'd have many. We'd have a great Torok later, many many years later. All those number ones we got to keep looking through. Another great cover of, uh, you know, Garcia Lopez seemed to like to do this perspective shot a lot of being up in some sort of tower, like a bell tower or something, and and then the hero like dangling off or or falling off or something, and that's here he's doing it again with uh, with Scalp Hunter being knocked off the of a tall precipice. That's a really cool cover. That that is a very cool, yeah, very cool perspective. Almost the reverse of the uh, Gil Kane person being punched towards you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shot. Is this What If any good? If Conan were in the modern day? I don't think I've ever read that one. I uh, seem to remember it being okay. Well, Nothing... see, there was another one later in the run. like, And it was like where Conan... Where Conan's pointing like a like a thirty eight special at the front cover, right? But I, I don't. I think I, I liked. I think I liked this one better than that one, if I remember right. I don't remember what the what the, what 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 the what the lemon twist was. The one you're talking about, I think that's a Sinkevic cover, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of the like uh, the last uh, at towards the end of the run. He did like I think he did a Loki cover. He did a Cap cover. He did a Hulk one that is fantastic. It's a, what if the Hulk went berserk? And you look at that. Yes, cover, yeah. You're like, damn, this looks awesome. And then you open the, the book and look at the interior art. You're like, it's awful. All right. We are out of time for November. It is time right. to move to the final month. And what a dun, month dun, dun, it dun. is. Okay, so this confirms <gasps> that the death of Batman, the death of the Earth Two Batman in Adventure Comics, was not the first one in Adventure Comics because we had a previous no. one, and this no. is the month that came out. That I thought that was a really yeah. cool story, and I, I don't always like this, but I like the fact that the guy who ended up killing him was not like the Joker or the Riddler or anybody right. that you'd know. He was, he was somebody who I think otherwise had never appeared in the series. Right, yeah, pretty much. Well, it's kind of like what they did with Doomsday, came out of nowhere and killed Superman. Only I like this one better as far as... Yeah, because this was a better story. Yeah, and it was, was somebody who actually story. had a grudge against against Batman and Bruce Wayne, and it was I, it was just really cool. And then when the guy finally realizes that they're the same person, he freaks out. It was very cool. Yeah. We got I, a, an old, old order changeth issue of the Avengers. Oh well, hold on. I got the I I have that Superman the movie collectors uh, me, book. There. Me too. Yeah. Yep. I think I have that, and I think Dave Weeder gave it to me. I think I got that leaving the theater, seeing the movie, because I remember there being merchandise, and my get my dad bought me the Kryptonite rocks, which are actually right here in front of me. Here, listen to this. Those are my Kryptonite rocks. He was banging it against his head, ladies and gentlemen. Do they do they still glow, or did oh, you yes, they do. scrape yeah, all the stuff do. off? Of them? Do you feel any weakness when they're near you? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he bought me that uh, 
that all new collector's edition as we were leaving the theater too. Cause I know I had it and I know I had it like right when the movie was out. So mm-hmm. I think that's when I got it. I've got that one and I got the same thing for Superman too. Yeah. Now, do you know why those exist? No. Cause there was some deal with Puzo mm-hmm. where they could not adapt the movie. They couldn't do comic book adaptations. And so novelization too. Yeah, so because they couldn't do that, that's why they did these two treasuries, ah. which are basically like movie magazines, and then the uh, novels that uh, Elliot S. Megan wrote have, you know, the the first one has a cover that's, I think it's the same image of Superman, but with the city, you know, with New York behind him, and then the second book had an image from Superman 2, the second movie, and that's why those books exist and were released at the time they were released. They're not adaptations of the movies, which the covers would lead you to believe that they are. They're actually original stories by Megan, but that's why they were put out, you know, the way that they were put out was because they couldn't do adaptations. Mm. It was something in his his contract or something. Like they couldn't do it or they couldn't do it without him or something like that. I don't know if they couldn't do it or if they couldn't do it without paying him. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's, I think what, that's it what it was. They didn't want to pay. Yeah. 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 And it's a shame because I would have loved to have read, you know, the novelization of that. Oh, absolutely. The the novelization. And I, I always lamented as a kid that there was not a comic book adaptation of Superman the movie. I always wanted there, there to be one. Now, eventually they did kind of sort of do one with... Uh, there were four prequel books to Superman Returns, the movie Superman Returns. Yeah. That, that told most of Superman the movie in, in an adaptation form. It just didn't do the entire movie, which was kind of weird. But the, the, that's not bad. It's worth picking up if you you know find it in the 50 cent bin or whatever. It's, it's actually pretty decent. Oh, and we're all out of time for this month. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this, I'm almost positive, was my first comic book exposure to the Fantastic Four was in Godzilla number 20, where they are fighting shrunk down in size Godzilla. But it's a damn good issue. Battlestar Galactica debuts for its, I think, 18-issue run. I think it's 18, yeah. or it could be 24. I don't remember. Let uh, me 23 check. 23? Twenty-three. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because I had a hell of a time getting the last couple of issues of that series. Uh, the, yet another series that I went through a lot of trouble to track down all the issues, and it just sits in a box unread. I'm almost done with it. I'm I'm up to the teens. Very I've cool always, Conan cover. I've always liked this cover, this Buckler cover on Flash 271. I'm not much of a Barry Allen fan, but that's a cool cover where he's got I, all. I always wondered, like, why is he so upset? You know, is he upset? He's not upset because he's got all these rocks piercing his body. He's upset that Iris is going to think it's weird. <laughs> and it's and like, you... <laughs> don't forget, famous first Superman number one. Yep. I have that too. Rip the cover off. You can sell it for big money. (laughs) 
I think this is my only issue of John Carter, Warlord of Mars, the, the Marvel run. I, I picked it up somewhere for like a quarter or something. If I owned it, it would be my only issue. <laughs> I'm surprised it, it, it ran as long as it did, to be blunt with you. 28 issues. Now, the, the movie that they made eventually, I thought was pretty good. Yeah. And it's just a total failure in marketing. I have never seen these Marvel Comics index. What the hell is this? Marvel Comics index 8A and 8B. These are really cool looking. What is this? Yeah, they, well, they were they were books where they'd have uh, black and white reproductions of every cover inside, with a breakdown of you know the artists and the writer and all the uh, indicia. But I don't think they gave you any synopsis of the story, if I remember right. Huh. Yeah. I had a I had a bunch of them and I sold them on eBay never seen those before that's actually really pretty cool uh, what else we got and here? i i kind of thought the carry on uh, character in marvel in peter parker's spectacular spider-man was cool and then eventually they morded him up but uh now yeah. he was like some sort of like clone of uh yeah, yeah he was another professor Jackal. warren clone yeah who kind of went, you know, I think he was supposed to be like he was left in the chamber and his his body like, you know, didn't just advance in age. It, it got to the point where it was almost like ancient and somehow got revived and he had a death touch and stuff. I thought it was a pretty, pretty scary character. And they, again, just they, they didn't uh, follow through and keep him as scary as he could be. It's a shame. Which that one is, is we, which book is awesome? Cover. Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man. Wow, that is not John Byrne. I always thought that was a John Byrne on Thor number. What is this? Two eighty-one. I always thought that that was a Byrne cover. It's not. It's Dave Cockrum. Dave Cockrum and Brett Breeding. Huh. That's a really cool cover, though. I like the cover of Underdog number 23 where he's doing a Superman, like deflecting the lightning. That, that That's actually really cool. <laughs> I love the Superman 333. I had this originally. and It was just such a goofy concept <laughs> where they were going to fly across the country on the Concord on New Year's Eve so they could celebrate the new year like three times. <laughs> I like the uh, Joe Staten cover on Superboy number 249. That's a nice one, too. Mm. You got Moses Magnum in the Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, that was a cool story. He had, like, uh, tectonic powers, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Scalp Hunter arm wrestling with Abe Lincoln. It doesn't get cooler <laughs> than that. Weird Western uh. tales. 53 and that is that is actually that actually happens in the story they actually do arm wrestle which is really cool i i wasn't a stranger to wrestling when i was a young man yeah, yeah i think wrestling. he says something to that effect yeah i think that's is didn't he say that in uh star trek i i think so yeah yeah you're right yeah i think i think in that issue though i think he does say something to that effect though yeah that's cool do I have this issue of Wonder Woman? Because that is a cool cover. Oh, it's Jose Delbo. I don't know if I have that one. But it, that is a cool one. Somebody's kicking her right in the crotch, unfortunately. But it's still a cool cover. 
<laughs> so I guess that's it for 1978. What a cool year to be a comic collector. I'm telling you, man. It's a great yeah. year. Yeah, a lot great of stuff. It makes What's... a lot of stuff. Just going through this, a lot of stuff that I want to pull out and reread now. Right. And and a handful, not quite as much, but a handful of things that I'd like to pull out and read for the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely cool Absolutely. stuff. Yeah. So this is getting posted, I believe, on December 30th, if my memory is correctly correct. So you will have a day and then it's Happy New Year. Happy New Year! Shut all the acquaintance <laughs> Yikes again! <laughs> well, we wish everybody the best for the new year. Well, maybe not everybody. Most people. <laughs> <sighs> See what I have to work with. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. we're done all right thank you so much for listening to our show and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back issue awesomeness you can contact back to the bins to leave feedback comments questions suggestions and criticisms via email at bins at two truefreaks.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of Demanzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks. And we'll see you next week. You know what? I am going to be happy this year. I am going to make myself happy. Do you want us to leave the room? Or? <laughs> Every day, I am going to do one thing I have never done before. That, my friends, is my New Year's resolution. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah? Mine is to pilot a commercial jet. <laughs> that's a good one, too, Phoebe. Now all you have to do is find a plane load of people whose resolution is to plummet to their deaths. <laughs> resolution should be not to make fun of your friends, especially the ones who may soon be flying you to Europe for free on their own plane. She has a better chance of sprouting wings and flying up your nose than you do of not making fun of us. In fact, I'll bet you 50 bucks you can't go the whole year without making fun of us. You know what? Better yet, a week. I'll take that bet, my friend. And you know what? Paying me the 50 bucks can be the new thing you do that day. And it starts right now.